Dragon's AF. Last week in Scarlet City, the Avatar of Baknu called out to Cynthia, manager and Avatar Wrangler, to help find his way to the VIP section. Line cook Dahan receives a strange letter from a friend, and we meet Honeydew, a surprisingly good tuba-playing amateur who does his best to help Cynthia find Baknu, but he gets himself stuck in a half-baked marble form. Let's go back to where we started and see how things played out from the perspective of the rest of our cast of characters. We're on the gladiatorial grounds, the field of battle. The crowd is cheering. As you know, someone just stabbed uh, another gladiator in the gut, his blood spilling on the ground. Gladiator falling on the ground, the other one raising his blade to the sky, and cheers erupt. The cheers die down a little, and this is the warm-up match. Everyone's buzzing about excitement about the final championship, the two teams, the Lapras Infernos and the Noisy Pebbles. They're going to go at it. We're clearing the grounds. We see two uh, basically medics come on and carry off the body to the side. And as they carry off body to the side, we see a cleric come forward, and he's holding kind of a glass of this, like, pink liquid. It's a uh, pink water is beautiful. It's the the water in in this area in the Scarlet City is all tinged with this like beautiful pinkish color. And something special about the water here, the cleric focuses on the water and the water fades away almost into a mist into the air and he lays his hand on the gladiator that just died. <gasps> The gladiator comes back to life. And this is one of the reasons why the Scholar Dome is so popular for these games is that as a spell component, this um, pink water is used and it's a really cheap way of casting basically revivify and bringing these gladiators back to fight. And that's why they can fight to death all the time. So this gladiator comes back to life. The other gladiator, the winner, makes his way off into the tunnel. And we see what the audience and the citizens of the town refer to kindly as the blood boys come in to clean up the blood off the stadium floor. Again, it's weird. They could use prestidigitation, but this is sort of a tradition. The blood boys come out and clean up the stadium. Alex, would you like to introduce your character as one of the blood boys? Sure. I'm Alex Songsha. going to be playing a Dashel 2 to you. Chinese for rabbit. (laughs) This is a... Herringon Paladin. Pretty small size. The Herringons are about three feet tall, humanoid rabbit creatures. But you'll notice that Dash is a little bit bigger than the rest of the Blood Boys on the field. Uh, instead of three feet, he's three foot six. That's tall. That's pretty tall. Um, He's in plate mail armor with a family insignia on the front. And the Blood Boys come out with just some classic mop and buckets uh, to collect the blood. Great. You're making your way onto the field like you've done a hundred times before. This is a family business. Beside you is Skip and Hoppy. They are your cousins. They come out and they're stoked. They're so excited. Their whole life is cleaning up blood. And they treat it as like honorable thing, you know, to be part of the games. This is part of the tradition. And they're stoked. And uh, Skip is skipping alongside you and looks at you and is like, can you believe it? It's the final match. 
It's going to be so exciting. Come on, Dasho, let's clean up this blood. We got to make sure it's clean or if someone slips and God forbid there's a disqualification, that's on us. Okay, Skip. You know what? I can't believe it because this is what we do every god dang day. I thought you were going to say damn and that would have been really bad, but come well, on. I didn't because I respect this sacred space, okay? Okay, I'm just saying sometimes, and you two are jogging, sometimes it seems like you're, I don't want to say it, but say not, it. not really interested in cleaning blood. You get to the stadium and he throws down his mop and he is just mopping up and his mop is like twice the size of yours uh and he's just mopping up the blood and it just seems like you're sometimes your head's not in the game you know yeah well i traded down to the smaller size mop because it's a little lighter to carry you know i'm the slowest one in the family so any advantage i can get i guess mom and dad really thought you were going to be so quick that your name's dash yeah they really thought that huh yeah anyway i'm going to mop over here okay i'll mop over here <laughs> and skip goes to the side and then hoppy comes next to you and is like get a load of skip can't believe he's so into this right yeah that's right hoppy i mean i like it too i'm just like oh, he's okay. he's really i thought we were about to bond over <laughs> uh, uh, no i mean i just you know it's a sacred honor i just don't I know, like it's a sacred honor yeah i know that I just don't like how he's always talking about it. You got to be humble about these things. Not everyone can be a blood boy. Oh, right. Sacred honor and be humble. Those are our family creeds. Yeah. Roll a dexterity check to see how good you clean. Oh, it's a two plus a one, so three. <laughs> You're really not into it. This has been, it's you've like been getting do- all in my shoes. <laughs> yes, yeah, getting on your shoes. You're like not doing a great job. You see Skip kind of look at you like, Oh, my God. He, like, comes over and kind of, like, picks up the slack for you a little bit. Hey, I got it. Mom and dad are watching. You're my cousin, so that's your mom and dad. That's my aunt and uncle. Yeah, well, you know, your auntie and uncle are watching, so I'm sorry about your mom and dad, by the way. They couldn't make it. Oh, yeah. They couldn't make it. I I thought it was going to be much sadder. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, they're still alive. Right. They're just not here today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But anyways, you know, Auntie and Uncle are going to tell them how well we do. So. Oh, yeah. They always report back. So you're mopping and you're squeezing the blood into these buckets. They're interesting buckets. They're made of stone, but there are runes on them, like some magical rune. You've been using these buckets your whole life, so it's not like anything special to you. But you carry the buckets through the tunnel. And you make your way down into the tunnel. And as always, you go down a little deeper than some people would think uh, maybe three, four stories down these stairs and you enter your family's holding area it's all stone made, you see the arcane kind of similar arcane runes, the family emblem emblazoned above and in the center of this like kind of holding area for you, there's this giant bowl with like very intricate runes on the side and as always you see Skip and Hoppy, they move up and they have like two Their buckets are full to the brim with blood. And they bring the blood and they pour it into this bowl. And then uh, Skip does both his and Hobby does both his. And the blood sits in the bowl. And then Skip looks to you and he's like, pour your blood in the bowl and let's get up there. We don't want to miss the games. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got this. Dash, like, really methodically goes up to the bowl, uses the little lever on the bucket to squeeze out the rest of the liquid (laughs) from the mop. And you see that... 
Dash's two buckets are barely half full each. He empties it into the bowl. You empty it into the bowl and uh, you stare at it for a second. And as always, you notice that there's like an opening that opens up at the bottom of the bowl. And the blood begins to sink down. Where does it go? (laughs) Before you leave, Hoppy and Skip do a little prayer at the bowl. It's in a language that you don't know. It's just, you know, the prayer that you were taught. They do the language, this like forgotten language, and they bow their heads and then they rush up. They're excited for the games. Tash also does it, but is only mouthing along. (laughs) Okay. As you mouth along, we go back up to the stadium, to the cleric who just healed the gladiator and woke them up. The cleric makes their way through the tunnel into the clerical kind of medical staff holding space. It's a floor above the locker room. He makes his way in, he sits down, he looks real tired, and he looks over at one of the players is getting a massage. It's this stout dragon, kind of like tiny dragon features, a tiny little humanoid dragon with silver features, silver scales. Um, He's lying down and he's getting a massage. And the massage person, would you like to introduce yourself, Alan? Hi, I'm Alan Pintal and I'm playing Minda, Minda Chinilas who is a druid halfling who works in sports medicine, is like the physical therapist for the Scarlet Dome. So she is really good at her job, takes it really seriously, you know, really makes sure that these players are in tip-top health to be able to continue their fights. And her entire family in medicine. (laughs) 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 She she got pressured into doing the medicine route, so here she is. (laughs) All right. You're giving, uh, you know, this person as Koga, Little Lake of the Noisy Pebbles, and you're giving him a massage and... Koga lets out a grunt. <clears throat> hey. Yeah. Oh, right here, huh? The yeah, left shoulder. Yeah, right Still there. bothering uh, you? Yeah. Thanks. Um, could you lean in? Uh, I got to tell you something. Okay, sure. She leans closer. Hey, uh, I know we this was supposed to be uh, like no feelings sort of thing, but uh, would you want to go out on a date after the competition? Koga. I thought we had a agreement about this. <laughs> I just... <laughs> to keep it professional. I know. I just... As I'm working your muscles back now. Um, it's just last night was uh, such a beautiful experience for me. And I just really would like to, uh, you know, see where this goes. Look, I can't really talk about this here. She looks around to make sure nobody's listening. But, you know, just find me after the match today and we'll talk a little bit more. Okay? Okay, I have to get ready. <laughs> she gives, like, his legs one more big squeeze to make sure his thigh <laughs> muscles are, are good. You make a medicine check. Um, as a D20? Yes. Okay. Six plus six, 12. You felt like a kind of like a knot that was uh, there before and you like rub it really hard and it kind of like relaxes under your thumbs. And Koga's like, thank you so much. That's been bothering me since match two. Anyways, I'll get you later. Uh, for sure. And he like gets up and runs away, but then he like, oh crap, I have to get my clothes. And he goes back and grabs his clothes and then he runs away. He's like, oh crap, I have to get my sword. And he like grabs his sword and he like, anyways, I'll see you after match. I swat him on the butt as he <laughs> runs past me. He like, look out there. He, he like giggles and then runs out of the thing. <laughs> uh, waiting for a massage is Nasun of the Lapras Infernos. He walks in. He didn't hear it. It's his turn. He was standing pretty far away. He walks in. He's like, I believe it's my turn for my massage. 
And I'm like, yeah, disrobe and get on this table. <laughs> Nasun is a human. You know, he's a priest. He's a cleric as well. He's very well-liked, a uh, very wholesome sort of guy, kind of like brown, messy hair, puppy dog eyes. He uh, goes in, he like disrobes and he's like, my shoulders are feeling a little tight. So uh, if you could get those, uh, we don't need to do the full thing. I've got yeah. a match happening in 30 to 40 minutes. And I was like, I know. And I bet they are tight. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, right. Okay. He uh, sits down. He's like, just, we don't have to do the whole lying down thing. If you could just get it, that'd be wonderful. Okay. You start massaging, uh, make a medicine check. Five plus six, 11. It's like, feels pretty good, but, you know, maybe you used up too much strength on Koga over there. Sorry, he had a real nasty knot in his thigh. He turns around and grabs you. <gasps> and he says, look... I didn't want to do this here. No one's watching, but I know we promised each other that we wouldn't do this, but I'm just the night before, you know, the day before yesterday, I was, it was such a special night for me and I've never felt this way about anyone. And I know that my order doesn't let me vow myself to someone for life, but I really feel a strong connection with you. And just, if you give me a chance, I think I can make you happy. I grab his face right back. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I thought we talked about this, okay? This is supposed to be like a fun after battle thing to like, you know, blow off some stress for both of us. Don't let these feelings get in the way of what we have. He looks at you and he's like, okay, but just tell me one thing. It's only me, right? There's no one else. I look away and I say, I have other massages to massage. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, right, of course, uh, keep it professional. Anyways, I'll maybe see you after the match. Yeah, find me and we'll we'll talk more. Okay. I swat him on the butt. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. He giggles. <laughs> we zoom out of the medical facility. And the crowd is kind of dispersing. They're going to grab snacks, you know, maybe some noodles, maybe some hot dogs. We zoom in on the ground floor at a merch shop. You see one enthusiastic person working the merch shop, and he looks so excited. Tony, would you please introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Tony Garbanzos, and I'll be playing Milo Ovaltine. I'm a Minotaur warlock. And I'm a big fan of the Scarlet Games. I've been following these players for a couple seasons now, but I'm kind of a big Scarlet Game head. And so I'm there to shill out these uniforms, these jerseys, emblazoned robes with a lot of the combatants' names, insignias. And I'm really pushing one particular uniform. So I'm going... Who's a fan of Kandara Fang? That's right, Fang from the Infernos. She's part of the duo, the Thorn and Fang duo. But let's be real, she's the one that's picking up all the slack from the champion team. You know you want a Fang? You know you want a Fang? You know you want a Fang? One of the people you pointed out is like, I don't know, man. I think Kandara's kind of boring. I hear she's getting traded next year. You shut... Hey, hey, hey. Whoa. Where did you hear that? Uh, I mean, no, one, no one knows. No one knows what the uh, trades are like. I mean, these, I mean, this season isn't even over yet. Like, it'd be crazy to postulate like who's gonna get traded away. <laughs> I just feel like she doesn't do much on the field, and she's kind of boring. Okay, she's been in these games for four years. 
Sir, have you fought day in and day out for four years? Have you? Look at me in the eyes. Have you? No, I'm just a a shoe salesman. Yeah, that's right. Okay, you don't know what it's like to face death and then die and then come back again and then die and then come back again and then take the lives of people that you have to defeat in order for a championship. Yo, yo, dude, uh, chill. I just, I'll take a Kandara jersey. Sweet. Uh, you believe in the fangdom. All right, buddy. Fangdom? Is that is that the name of her fans? Yes. Okay. Well, just give me the jersey. And also, could I get a Miguel jersey as well? Oh, of course. I mean, you might as well. Yeah. Great. Duo. Uh, also, you're really intense, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> here's a five silver for the jerseys. Thank you. And here's two copper back. Great. Thanks. I will... Hopefully not see you again. And uh, he kind of like runs away. You're selling jerseys and uh, not a lot of people are buying Kandar jerseys. You're really pushing them hard. Make a persuasion check. Oh, yeah. 19. 19. You're pushing them hard. People are not interested in Kandara, but you're being so like you're pushing them so well. You're really like laying it on thick. Oh, Kandara, you know, she's just underestimated. She's actually the backbone of the team. If you think about it without Kandara, like Miguel wouldn't be where he is. And how do you know you're convincing some people and you sell 10 jerseys, which is more than you've sold basically all season of a Kandara. So you're pushing hard as you're selling. You see someone in a cloak, like a hooded cloak come up. And they approach the register and they whisper and it's like, I'm looking for someone. Can you uh, help me? Do you, yeah, of course. Do, uh, no, I'm happy here? to help. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for any of the combatants, like. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for a Milo oval team. Oh, yeah. That's me. What's up? Uh, yeah. Is it okay if we talk in uh, private for a second? Now that they're a little closer, this person's huge, like real big, like a, a good foot taller than you. And you're you're a minotaur. Yeah. And so this person's big, really thick, thick, thick cloak. You can't even see the face. Is it okay if we talk somewhere private? Uh, yeah. I'm trying to like look underneath and see how make many a, eyes. Make a perception check or investigation. Investigation. Fifteen. Fifteen. Even with that roll, you can't really see. It's really cloaked in shadow. It looks like they have like a like a face mask on as well over their over their mouths. You can only see a glint of their eyes. And there are these kind of like really dark, the pupils almost fully dilated eyes like staring at you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I back up a little bit. I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, I want to respect your uh, personal space, you know. Uh, yeah. Is there a place private we can talk? Uh, you know, I'm not on break for like another <laughs> 40 minutes. Um, this is pretty urgent. Uh, all right. All right. Hey, y'all, um, if you're trying to pick up some jerseys and, uh, replica weapons, you'll just have to wait. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you see, you see someone next to you comes up to you and he's like, I could take over if you want. You want to head back and take a little break? You know, this person is Brookle Quakestone. She's, you know, an intern. An intern? Yeah. <laughs> intern at the merch shop? Yeah. It's a big it's a big deal to work here, man. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, actually, this is a... Yeah, this is a perfect task for you. All right. Yeah, go ahead. All right, I'll just take over. Yeah. Oh, um, but like, since you're not paid, you can't sell anything. So All just right. like, don't do the transactions. I don't know if that was in the... Con- yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So you uh, head back with uh, this mysterious figure. You go into the back room, mm-hmm. um, rest area, and you turn around and the person removes their cloak and you see that it's Kendara. <gasps> uh. <laughs> You're Milo, right? Yeah. I heard you have my sword. Yeah. I Okay, look, what happened was I was closing up the shop, right? Uh-huh. After one of the games, like maybe like early in the season, and then like this one dude came up, and it was around that time that you switched up your arsenal. And like I was just like so blown away that this guy was holding your sword and he made it sound like that you didn't want it anymore and that you were look, over look, okay i yeah i get it i don't know how i lost my sword but i can't find my current sword so i got a letter saying that you might have it so do you have it uh i mean yeah but like it's not on me because you know i can't have a sword while i'm on the job you know i can't have like a real weapon inside the merch shop with the fake weapons and then people get confused and then yeah can you Tell me where the sword is. Like, take me to the sword. I just need it. Yeah. Roll an insight check. Oh, 16. You've watched Kondara for a long time. And the mannerisms of this person don't really match up with what you've known. Can you come with me? I just need to get my sword. Uh, look, you're being real chill. I've honestly, I've imagined this moment (laughs) for two years. And... Uh, honestly, I'm surprised I, I can be so eloquent because when I imagine it, I feel like I can't say two complete words to you. And I don't know, something about like, I thought, I don't know, I thought you'd be like cooler. Hey, uh, I think, I mean, you don't even need that weapon. Like it's a, listen, it's a great sword because it's a great sword. And I think that, you know, you've taken down so many enemies. You see Kandar lunge at you. She grabs you by the collar. It's <gasps> like, yes. Look, I know yeah. what you are. Yes. Okay. Okay. You gotta give me the sword. Wait. Are you calling me a Minotaur? No, that's <laughs> not what I meant. <laughs> Just summon the sword and give me the sword. So, how do you I don't Okay, I can summon it, but it's not gonna be to give to you. So you might wanna back up all right and get the hell out of my store we're gonna pause here because combat might be initiated uh we we go back to our blood boy trio you're coming out into the stadium again double checking to see if there's any blood around there's no blood around as you're checking you because your background is haunted one you see in the center of the stadium this like figure of a almost like the shape of a humanoid standing in the figure of the stadium dressed in like tattered clothing long dark hair over their eyes standing there staring at you oh boy she's back (laughs) skip hop you don't see that do you what are you talking about yeah that's what i thought I'm going to go uh, take a seat. I'm going to get some good seats for the match later. We got seats that are close to the VIP booth. Maybe we can get a sneak out of the, one oh, of the avatars. Wow. Okay, yeah. Save me a seat. Okay. You turn back over and you blink and the figure is closer to you now. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's just get it over with. You've experienced this before. You blink again. 
and it's staring you right in the face. I gotta stop blinking. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the face is, there's no eyes, no nose, no mouth, just a blank face. I don't like looking at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you hear a whisper in your mind, and it's the same whisper that you heard many times before, the same whisper that you said before you exited the Blood Bowl room. Where does it all go? Where does it all go? Where does it all go? I'm so cold. <laughs> oh my gosh. But something's different this time. It's a little bit more intense. Find out where it goes. You must know where it goes. Find out where it goes. All the blood. Where does it go? Okay. Uh, Disappeared. Oh uh, my the, god. Well, that's the first time she had a command for me. The figure, this like child with black hair over his eyes, fairy ring-esque, disappears. You get a tug and then you look over and you see the little girl again and she's pointing. Oh, okay. You found out. You found out where the blood goes? <laughs> she she kind of like shakes her head. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. And then you look over and it's, she's pointing at a merchandise shop. You've seen it before. Sells jerseys and stuff, you know, like fake weapons. Okay, I guess I'll go to the merch shop. You make your way to the merch shop. Alan. Oh, okay. You are feeling a little stressed out about your endeavors, love endeavors. Your boss comes over. Mutt is this little kind of a goblin looking, uh, kind of like a goblin, except her skin is like gray and she has like a really bulging stomach. And she comes over and is like, hey, uh, Mind, Mind, Minda, Mind, Minda, Mindy, Minda, Minda, Minda. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, look, uh, one of the fighters pulled a muscle. Need you there right now. Is it OK if you get up to the warm up area? Of course. Yeah. Uh, which one is it? It's a how. How? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, head up to the warm-up area. It's uh, right by the merchandise shop. You know, just take a right. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Good work, Bob. Been getting a lot of compliments about you. Thanks, Mutt. I really appreciate that. Yeah, but just wanted to say you've been doing a good job. Sorry I didn't remember your name. I'm not a name. I'm more of a face person. No worries. You doing okay? Need a massage? <sighs> I haven't gotten a massage in 10 years. Yeah, I could tell you're, you look really tense right now. Maybe after the match, I got to make sure these people don't die. You know what I'm saying? I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, take care of yourself. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's my favorite joke. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah. make sure you uh, just uh, head up there. Do you head up there? Yeah. Okay. So you two, uh, Minda and Dashiell, you two kind of see each other as you make your way up to the merchandise shop. Cut to the merchandise shop. Tony, you're staring Kendara in the face, or mm-hmm. what looks like Kendara in the face, mm-hmm. and I need you to summon the sword right now. Something's happening. Oh. I know who you are. I know that you've made a pact, and it's not with me. Oh. Okay. But your sword told me to do it, and so I... Just summon the sword. Okay. All right. All right, I hold my hands out. And 
I conjure the sword. You conjure the sword, and as you conjure the sword, this giant, vicious-looking blade appears in your hand, like ridges along the side. It's a jagged. It, it looks like if you were cut with this, the wound would be real ugly. It's long. It's almost four feet long, but you hold it with no problem, even though you don't seem like a very strong person. As you summon it, a splatter of blood hits the ceiling. Oh, again. Yep. You know that every time you summon the sword, blood hits the ceiling. Now I gotta clean the break room. (laughs) Kendara looks at it and is like, what happened to my blade? I mean, okay, I haven't gotten to slash anyone i mean when the dude handed me your sword it was already like this and so every time i swing it around i just make sure i'm in like an open field so i don't have to mess with this blood but here it is okay can you let go of me first i'm still just hanging here you need to come with me right now okay she grabs you de-summon the sword make the sword go away i don't want to look at it uh okay she like bursts out of the room. She puts her cloak up uh-huh. and she's walking out. And as she's walking out, Minda and Dashiell, you two see this giant hooded figure dragging this minotaur with them. The ghost girl that you see jumps on her back, but she doesn't notice. She doesn't feel anything on her chest, but it's like holding on to her back and her face like looks over at you. What the? Stop looking at me. But there's no eyes. Just a, just, it's just a flat face. I know you're looking at me. <laughs> um, but you hear the same whispers like, where does it all go? Where does it all go? Where does it all go? And you feel like a pull, like a weight in your chest on you. This thing that you've thought about for a long time, like, where does it all go? Why do I have to keep doing this ritual? Like, why don't we just magic the blood away? What's going on? Uh, despite his better judgment, Dashiell starts to follow. Okay. Minda, you see them leave around the corner and you see how, like, peek out of the warm-up area right by the, the merchandise place. Peeks out and he looks at the hooded figure and he puts on a hooded figure and follows behind. What do you do? And I'm like, hey, whoa, 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 how? Someone's got a match coming up. <laughs> Where are you headed off to? How turns around and looks at you. Roll a perception check. 12. You don't notice anything particularly different about him, but he looks at you and there's a moment of recognition, but it takes him a second to like realize who you are. And he like blinks a bit and he looks at you and he's like, Minda, weren't we just... Anyways, I, yeah, I wanted to talk to you. Um, the other night was so special to me. <laughs> Um, uh, I don't know how I got out here. I just had this urge to go somewhere, but I did call you over. I just wanted to talk to you because, you know, I'm a monk and my monk order doesn't really allow me to. I'm not supposed to, you know. I put my finger against his lips. I'm like, shh, 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 shh. What was that? Why did you look at me so weird for a second? I've been having these gaps in memory. I don't remember any of the fights. Pause real quick. Sorry, I also don't have detect magic, but do I have like something to see if something is wrong with this dude? You can make a investigation check. Okay, can I do that? Yes. Ten. 
ten. He seems <laughs> he seems he seems he seems off, but like nothing specific. He just seems like a little out of it. And he's like, the only moments I can remember are when I'm with you. And I'm like, huh, yeah. I don't that, that know how it. I got here. I just know that the only times that I'm awake is when we're together and he like grabs your hand. I'm like, okay. You're look. You're very special. I put my hand on top of his. I'm like, I know. I know how, my dear. I know. Um, I would give up my order for you. Wow. Okay. Let's not jump to uh, wild conclusions right now for a second. Let's just take this one day, one battle at a time. It's all up. I need a roll for something. (laughs) (laughs) As he's talking to you, you see one of his eyes, like this like jagged, like circular line grows in his eye. And he looks at you and he kind of like goes into a daze and he's like, the games are about to start. I must go. Can I like grab him and be like, wait, why were you about to follow that other hooded figure first? I slap him. <laughs> uh, roll a unarmed strike. <laughs> Is that also D20? Uh, it's D20 plus your strength modifier. Okay. I have no strength modifier. <laughs> It's a seven. <laughs> um, he's quick. He's uh, He's been fighting in the games and he's a monk. He like ducks out of the way, like quicker than you can even notice your hand. You think you're going to hit him and his face kind of just like disappears and comes back up. He's like, I have to go warm up. I must go warm up. The games are about to start. He looks over and sees the other hooded figure and he's like, I must go warm up with the other players. He puts his hood over his head and he like starts following the other hooded figure. I follow are you silently sneaking or? Yes. Yes. As you follow, you see, you've all seen each other in the stadium before. You're being dragged. You see uh, Dashel also following. Both of you roll stealth checks. Oh. 16. 16 plus one. They don't notice that you are following. You're moving. And as you move, you notice something. This looks like a familiar path. It's path you've walked a lot. It's the path to the Blood Boys holding room where the Blood Bowl is. Aw, just going back to the Blood Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, Minda and Dash see each other. Do you interact at all? Oh, um, hi, miss. Hey, uh, one of the doctor. Blood Boys. Sorry. Yeah. Thank yep. you. Sorry, yeah, I shouldn't have just said miss. You're a doctor. <laughs> no worries. You're heading into this uh, Blood Bowl room? Yeah. <laughs> What do you do? Um, also, head into this blood bowl room. Uh, I just wanted, to, you know, have some doctor stuff to check out. Can I? Can I go in there with you? Make a deception check <laughs> against me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you roll your insight. Thirteen to twelve. Do I have any insight modifier? Nope. Twelve. Oh. You're like, oh wow, there must be some doctor stuff that Minda needs to check out oh, in the yeah. blood room. Maybe well, you're one of your Cousins got hurt or something. Um, well, I'm very familiar with this path. If you need any assistance, I'm happy to help. Great. Thank you. They're, they're like a little far ahead now. Mm. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I do have to hurry, though, if you don't mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'll hurry right along with you. <laughs> okay, great. You guys are jogging. We're going to cut over yeah. to... Um, I'm like, uh, okay. All right. Hey, Miss Fang, uh, we got off on the wrong foot. And uh, if you want to just let go of my collar, I will gladly follow you anywhere. But... Like right now, it just seems a little awkward. I mean, you're, you should be warming up right now and you're just dragging me like, look, okay, I'm sorry. I don't know if you've heard. Uh, Doosh. She kicks open the door to the blood room. She like pulls you over. Oh. 
she looks like at I you. Imagine. She looks like at you, and you see, <laughs> <laughs> you see that one of her eyes is like flickering. You see the jagged pattern flicker in and out. I gotta warm up for the match, and then she is holding on to you, but it's almost like her arm is like she doesn't notice that she's holding you anymore. It's like I have to warm up for the match. But the grip on your clothes is like really tight. Mm-hmm. She's almost like you're not even there. And she looks over at the um the blood bowl and she traces her finger along the bowl. Some of the runes on the side light up. She traces her hand along the whole round of the bowl. The bottom of the bowl like opens up, begins to sink down. And then as it sinks down, you see that it's not a hole. It's just kind of like this like watery pool that it sink down into. Kind of this like pinkish hue. Reminds me of the water that you see in town. And she like jumps into the, the pool. Uh. And it's almost like she doesn't even know that you're there anymore. She's just like, but her right arm is like gripping on your cloak really, really tight. Do you fight to let go? Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. I don't have any change of clothes, please. Roll a... <laughs> we're going to roll opposing athletics checks. 12. She's too strong. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but you're also like, yeah, she's really... St- I knew she was this strong. I can't, I can't believe I even tried to fight this. But you sink down into this water, and then uh, we're going to cut back to Minda and Dash. You follow Hao, and Hao walks into the blood room. You sneak behind, and this is very different. You've never seen this before. You see the pool on the ground. And Hao steps in and begins to sink down. What? Sir, you can't go in there. (laughs) He's like, I got to warm up for the match. Got to stretch. I don't want to get injured. That's not where the match is. That's where the blood goes. I have to warm up for the match. Sinks down into the blood. Uh, Well, it's not blood. It's just like water-tinted pink. Uh, that's uh, never happened before. Oh, God. Uh, uh, should we try and pull him back out? He's just about... You could probably get to him if you... Oh, okay, I got him. And then um, Dash, despite being the slowest in his family, spends all his free time working out. So <laughs> 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 okay, so Dash reaches in to try to grab how. We're going to roll opposing acrobatics versus your strength. 13 plus 4 is 17. Despite... How being a very good agile monk, you've been working out a lot, especially your grip strength. You've been really hitting those squeezing things. Yeah, I squeeze the things. <laughs> yeah, you squeeze the things all the time. Your grip like circles around your tiny frame, but your big arms, big arms and ironclad grip grabs hold of him and you pull him out of the water. Oh, you got to be careful in there, man. I have to practice. I have to go practice. I have to warm up before the match. I'm pretty sure practice is that way. Dash points like out of the blood tunnel passages. I, I have to, my, my teammates are waiting for me. We have to go practice. Wait, sir, are you saying that you guys all go down the blood bowl? Every He's day? like struggling to. Sir, to listen get. to me. Dash tries to slap. Tries uh, to slap. Roll, a, roll a unarmed strength modifier. Fourteen. You miss. He dodges out of the way. I have to. Oh I have God. to go down. I have to go down. Uh, is this a bad time to use a spell? No. Can I quickly inquire? <laughs> Only because I have a dispel magic spell 
but it's only for the spells that are under a third level. So I don't even know if it'd be strong enough. Should I try it? Okay, can I, I'm going to do a dispel magic spell to mm-hmm. try and get how out of whatever trance this is. You, do you cast it? Yes. You cast dispel magic on how, and for a second, the jagged circle in his eye disappears. Minda? How? Blood boy? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, what's going on? Uh, how did I... We were just talking... Oh, I, is it okay if we meet after the match? I can't, I'm like, oh. how? Hold on. Put I don't care who knows anymore. Blood oh boy, I'm in love with her. Oh, wow. Look, and, I, and I care about you so deeply, Han. So that's why I gotta know what how? is going on. <laughs> I care about you, Han. This is not important. I'm so frazzled right now. What's going on? What's going on? That's my question for you. I don't know. The only moments I remember are with you. Remember uh, harder. I shake him. <laughs> um, he doesn't remember anything. Um, he shakes out. I, I, I don't know. And then you see the jacket circle start to appear again. No, and I'm like, wait, wait. Is it just you? Is is every? And is anyone else like this? Roll an athletics check. Okay. Then... I rolled a six, but my athletics is plus seven. Mm-hmm. Fourteen. I rolled a 17. Okay, that's higher. He, he like, is really flexible. He, like, kind of, like, dislocates his shoulder to get out of your grip and then pops it back in and just dives into the the pool. And that's why you're one of the fighters. (laughs) You see the pool start to close as, like, the bowl starts to rise in the pool. Click, Minda, should we go in? Sorry, doctor. Should <laughs> okay. jump in there? Should we go in? It's closing. <laughs> you, you, you go. <laughs> do you push her? You push him? Dash. You push Dash? Uh, Dash, do you resist? <laughs> no. <laughs> you let yourself go. You fall into the pool. It's weird. You see the bowl, but as you step in, you still go through it. Go into this okay. liquid. Dash is also like, it, it's like um, at a pool party when you're like, don't push me in, but you kind of want to be pushed <laughs> into the pool. Yeah. Um, Minda, what do you do? I, I just wait there to see see if anybody comes back out. <laughs> no, the bowl is coming up. The, oh. the water is pooling around the sides of it as it comes up, rises through the ground. I don't know what to do. I just watch it close up. But I'm yelling, Dash, Dash, <laughs> Dash. You watch, what do you see? What do you see? You watch there? it close up and the seams of where the pool was have disappeared. And it's, it's the blood room. You don't go. It's the room where the blood boys hang out. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like feeling on the floor to see if I As you're feeling, we're going to cut to Milo. It's darkness. You're like falling, 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 I'm holding falling. my breath. Uh, you hold your breath. Falling. And then you get yanked out of this darkness. And you see Kendara there. She's still holding your hand, but it's, again, it's like her hand is not part of her body, like acting outside of her control almost. It's like, I got to go warm up. I have to go warm up. And you watch as she walks. And then it's this big open room. In the center, there's this container, like this giant orb, like a ball container there's like like swirling liquid inside pinkish hue and you see there's like pipes kind of attached to it going into the ceilings all around in this cavernous space you see other players there the noisy pebbles 
Lapras Inferno. They're stretching. It's weird. All in front of this giant container. You get pulled over and you see Kandar is like starting to stretch her arm, kind of like holding on to you, but kind of not really part of the stretch almost. It's like she's stretching, but her other arm is kind of just like holding on to you. Dash. Falling. 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 (laughs) Falling. Step out of this darkness. Instinctively move out. Cavernous space. You look up, you see this giant container. Pipes going to the ceiling. Giant pipes. This is a huge, huge container. Swirling water inside the container. You look over and you see Kendara holding on to Milo. That girl that you've seen your whole life holding on to the the back of Kendara. She looks over at you. You hear... Where does it all go? It seems like you already know. (laughs) (laughs) You get a feeling and you look up and you see a drip into the container. You've seen blood your whole life. You know what it looks like. You could probably tell what it feels like if you touched it. At this distance, it's far away, but there's some glow in this cavern, like moss. Drip, drip, drip. Oh, there's blood dripping into that water, that giant container. Little girl disappears from the back of Kandara. The arm suddenly lets you go. Kandara goes back to stretching. You hear a voice, similar to the voice that you heard before the little girl but it sounds older you look inside this water container save me let me out of here oh no <laughs> and that's where we're ended whoa <laughs> creepy Yay. wow <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe I didn't prepare detect magic. (laughs) (laughs) Someone definitely has it. I'll take identify. (laughs) And I did dispel. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Dragons AF. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Chuck Ma. Our band of characters were played by comedians Jed Alcantara, Alfred Aquino II, Tony Garbanzos, Jane Kim, Alan Pintal, and Alex Songsha. Dragons AF is an Earwolf production produced by senior producers Cassie Jerkins and Josh Richman. Our audio engineer is Alex Gonzalez. Follow and subscribe to Earwolf Presents to hear new shows by your favorite comedians. Tell your friends. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you made it all the way to the end, you're a beautiful person. If you're not hearing this voice, go to hell. Earwolf Presents is produced by Earwolf, Amelia Chapelo, and Cody Fisher. And of course, podcast daddy Colin Anderson himself. The Earwolf Presents series is hosted by the one and only myself, Jackie's Neal. And our theme music was engineered and sung by the amazing Jordan Duffy. Special thanks and shout outs to Jeff Gross and Aaron Nestor. And for more information on Earwolf Presents, visit Earwolf.com. And follow us at Earwolf on all social platforms. 